An event often described as interstate rivalry. Or is it simply one where brothers become enemies three times a year? Bleed Blue, the New South Wales State of Origin podcast. G'day everyone, welcome back to the Bleed Blue podcast. I'm your host, Ralph Tucker. Each week we'll chat everything State of Origin related with Blues legend and a man who represented New South Wales on 17 occasions between 1984 and 1991, Steve Blocker-Roach. G'day, Blocker. Ralphie, how are you, son? I'm very, very well. Oh, well, actually, I'm not very well. I'm just wondering whether you have any cure for the man flu. What are you, a bit butchers? I am a little bit butchers today, I must say. Well, mate, actually, it's funny you should say that. I haven't got a cure for that, mate. Before you go to bed and when you wake up, mate, have have some hot lemon and water, mate. Hot lemon and water. I'll try that. Yeah, that'll just help you out a little bit, son. I see. You're there for everything, Blocker. I really appreciate it. Well, I'm trying to do my best, mate. Remember when I used to do Nana's Top Tips? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Did you help? Oh, those were the days. Yes, they were the days. A couple more sleeps until game three at ANZ Stadium. What's the mood like in the camp? I think we're going to play pretty fast, mate. I uh, I really like what I've seen uh, up here. Um, Obviously, a lot of changes to the side over the last, or after last year, and then in the first couple of games now in game three. I think we made about 11 changes. People were calling for uh, for Laurie to make some changes, and we're starting to see the change in the guard now. I think our I think our biggest strength is our back row. Still no Boyd Corden, who I would, would have thought would have been first picked uh, come state of origin time. He played so great in the first one and was our man of the match, but hasn't been able to play in the other two. Wade Graham gets his opportunity to start. And, uh, you know, I think uh, Tyson Vazell holds onto his spot. I thought he was great in game two, although we got beat. And, uh, you know, it's all on again, mate. You know, um, you know, a lot of people talk about dead rubbers and all that. Well, it's not dead rubbers for New South Wales. They've got to, they've got to redeem themselves. I, I can't believe that um, we haven't had that big a push from the media this week from all the young blokes coming into the side and trying to play that fast, up-tempo uh, type of game. So Paul Gallon's last game, too, would be a reason for people to turn out. Uh, they're saying that uh, you know, maybe we'll be lucky to get 60,000 now, I would have thought. You know, although, you know, Paul hasn't won a lot of games for New South Wales, he gives his heart and soul week in and week out and every time he plays for New South Wales. Now, do we know who will be playing where yet in the halves? I mean, we saw a release today from the New South Wales Rugby League which had Jack Bird in the sixth jumper, James Maloney in the seven, but that had a little asterisk which said uh, that is not the final starting lineup. So is that going to be the case or is Laurie going to pull some ducks and drakes at the last minute where Matt Moylan will, in fact, start in the halves, which, to me, I kind of can't see the the sense in it, given the fact that he hasn't even played a club game for Penrith in either yeah, well, of those there, positions. Therein lies the problem, mate. Um, you know, obviously, they uh, they know what they're doing going into the game three. Um, I probably would have personally, just talking on a personal note, um, I was always one for swapping players uh, in position into another position. I'll give you an example. If a, if a front row is pulled out, you put another front row in. If a halfback goes, you put another halfback in. Uh, but um, Laurie Laurie's trialling things. There is uh, there is talk out at Penrith that Matt Moylan might move to five eight. It'll be interesting to see whether whether Laurie does put him in there for game three. You haven't got any sneaky inside mail, <sighs> mate. If I told you, it's like Maxwell Smart, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I'd, I'd probably be, I'd probably be killed. Honestly, mate, to tell you the honest truth, I don't know. I don't think they know yet. 
Now, what about the new boys, James Tedesco, Wade Graham? How have they been going this week? I think he's been unbelievable. Tedesco training. I don't think he's got 20 training tries, Ralphie. <laughs> they don't count for much, though, Stephen. Know they don't count, but, mate, this bloke is a superstar, no doubt about it. Um, mate, he can run as quick sideways as he can forwards. Uh, he's, got a, he's got a wonderful catch and pass on the end of what he does. I think he's going to cause Queensland all sorts of trouble. But, I, look, I think Queensland will put a bit of pressure on him with bombs away and all that sort of stuff. But, mate, you can't, you know, you can't, you can't stop class. This bloke's all class, and he's all speed and strength. And mate, I think I think he'll be super for New South Wales at the fullback position. I think he'll make it his own. And what about Wade Graham? How's he settled into the camp this week? He's obviously got a few Cronulla teammates in there that'll help him along, and he's sort of been in and around the camp before. So um, he just looks like one of those blokes that won't be affected by nerves and will just settle no. in. No, look, hey, Ralph, you've got to say that, you know, in, in my way, sitting back and watching those first two games, although, you know, we've only been just beaten back for those games, that I don't think that we put enough pressure on on, uh, on Jonathan Thurston and Cooper Conk. I think Wade Graham's the sort of bloke that you can, you can say, look, go and hunt those two guys down. I think he's that type of player. So, mate, I'll be interested to see uh, the impact that he has on the game. I think he's a wonderful player. There's no doubt about that. He's tough. He's durable. Uh, but I, I would, I would, like to see him put a bit more pressure on those two. I mean, you know, I think uh, Jonathan Thurston threw a party when he knew Dave Scott wasn't going to play in the series because uh, he used to try and hunt him down every time they played against each other. So, um, you know, I, I'm looking for a player that can put a bit more pressure on their house. You've been in many, many camps before. Have you ever been involved in a dead rubber? What does that feel like? Uh, yeah, it's not the best, mate. You can tell it's a dead rubber. There's no doubt about that. I mean, you know, yeah, although, you know, it's desperate that we have to go out there and win, but the desperation and the, you know, the, the nervousness and everything, it, it's it's a little bit different come uh, game three when it's not a dead, when it is a dead rubber, I'm sorry. Uh, you know, it, you, you can feel it, mate. Everyone tries to talk about it, how it's not and all that sort of stuff, but, mate, you know, you can tell around the camp that, um, you know, this one, uh, this one means a lot of New South Wales, obviously, but the height uh, and the expectation isn't really there as, as game one and two when the series is on the line. On the flip side, you were involved in the 1986 team when New South Wales made it a, a clean sweep. What's the motivation from that point of view, if we can sort of, you know, look at both sides of the fence? Yeah, I look back on that series, mate. I don't know if you've ever looked up the record books, Ralphie, that each game was only won by two points, so uh, there wasn't much between the two sides. You know, they had a wonderful side, Queensland, in, in those days. Um uh, you know, but you know, it is it is sort of motivating too. Obviously, motivating in the first half, especially when you if you can get in front and you can you know see the you can see the light at the end of the tunnel when you can when you can get that clean sweep. But uh, you know, if it, sometimes when things get a little bit too hard, you can sort of, <laughs> you can sort of think, or well, if New South Wales play really well in the first forty minutes, it's, it's got to be in the back of your head. You're thinking, well, you know, I'm going to make myself right for that for club football. So um, you know, I, I don't think. I don't think Queensland will come out with the same sort of intensity as they did in the first two games. Can you remember that series from 30 years ago? Does it does it feel like that long ago? Uh, I don't feel that old, to you the <laughs> truth, Ralphie. Uh, mate, I can remember. Uh, the only thing I can really remember about it is, is Steve Moore getting on his hands and knees. I know that was, 80, that was, that was 85. 86. Yeah. 86 was captained by Wayne Pierce. I remember that. Yeah, Junior. Uh, yeah, mate. Um, oh, <laughs> I, can, I can remember I loved playing Origin. I suppose that's the main thing I can remember. But, uh, 
you know, it was it was great to be involved in those sides. And um, you know, thirty years ago, mate, I'm, I'm lucky to remember last week. When did we do this last week? Did we? What, what day did we do it? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it really has been just another series where New South Wales has just failed to match it with with Queensland, but. If we look at it and reflect back, what have been some of the, the positives coming out of this series for New South Wales? You mentioned uh, the fact that we've trialled and, and put a, a lot of new blood in there and, and given guys the opportunity. Is, is that something that will be remembered as a positive for the Blues in this series? Oh, I think it has to be, mate. You know, and, you know the, the third game will tell the story about that, you know, how they come out and play and yeah, you know, you're looking. You know, as I said before, I think our strength uh, coming, you know, in the next couple of years is our back row, and and you know, obviously Tedesco at fullback. I'm really, I'm really excited about seeing him play. Um, I would have thought, I would have thought that rugby league fans, you know, would be itching to see a bloke like that and, and come out and watch him play in his first Origin game. So, mate, when he does come out and have a body, you can say, look, I was there that day that uh, you know that New South Wales uh, changed their team and. And Tedesco, you know, made his debut, and I was there. And you know, obviously, you know, I, I, I find it a little bit difficult, to, you know, that people say that they follow the Blues and then and then don't turn out to watch them, you know. So you know, even though we're down two 0 you know, we still got to support our team. You touched on it a little bit earlier. Paul Gallen's last game, love him or hate him, he's definitely been inspirational for New South Wales, hasn't he? Oh, I love him, mate. Uh, look, you know, you know, played. He played a fair bit in my position and, and, a, and a lot, a lot more at lock. But um, you know, the sort of bloke that gave his heart and soul. Um, you know, when you when you're in these sides and you you're sort of involved in the environment that's around it, uh, you worry about a lot of blokes how they're going to perform. Uh, I never, I never ever crossed my mind about worrying about what Paul Gallant was going to deliver uh, in every game that he played for New South Wales, let alone playing for Cronulla. Uh, a wonderful competitor. Now, I'm not the greatest player in the world, there's no doubt about that, but, mate, just the bloke who just roll his sleeves up, you knew what you were going to get week in and week out. And uh, maybe he's been a wonderful competitor. And I, uh, mate, I, mate, I, think, mate, I really think that we're going to miss his toughness and just his, just his ability to grind out in, in big games. Um, and, you know, you, you need blokes like that in your football side. You know, footy, footy teams, for my way of thinking, after I've followed it for a long, long time, is, you know, you'll have that balance. You know, we will we really miss uh, his tenacity and, and, and just his strength in the middle of the field. I love the fact that he also doesn't mind speaking his mind. And he had yeah. one tiny little last shot at the Queenslanders, not the players, but the supporters saying yeah. that they were bad winners. What was your take on that? Well, my take on that was, mate, um, you know, I, I sort of look at our, our situation too and found if we, if we were in the same situation, how would we react? And I, I would, uh, I would, I would say we'd probably react the same way as what Queensland do. <laughs> Winners are grinners. Losers can do what they like, mate. Yeah, exactly you know right. I mean? um, you know, you know, he's he's just uh, he's just trying to fire it up a little bit, you know. And I, I think he, you know what, deep down, deep down, I think he does it for himself, for himself mentally to get himself ready. You know, I think he throws those, those vibes out all the time uh, and jibes, just trying to, you know, try to get. Try to get you know a little bit of a, a kickback from Queensland, but also you know get himself ready for the battle. I just wish that there was more players like him speaking their minds before the game because it's all become a bit pedestrian and boring, and you know players are protected by media minders and they don't want to say too much to motivate the opposition. It's Origin football for God's sake. If you can't have a few pot shots, how are you going yeah. to get bums on seats? 
Yeah, well, they took the they took the punting out of they took the fighting out of out of state of origin, mate. I mean, you know, blokes. You know, a lot of people probably won't like me saying this, but you know, a lot of blokes around my age and older. You know, that was you know that was the time that you used to sit on the edge of your seat, and wait for it to start. All the all the do-gooders will probably say, you know, you're a dinosaur and all that. Well, if that's a, if that's the case, I'll cop that on the tin. No, no doubt. You know, no one ever got a hurt and two blokes stand up having a little bit of a bit of a barney. I, I, I think, you know, I think they've taken a little bit of the sting out of the state of origin, and I, you know, I, I, I worry about it. You know, I'm not saying that you know bring back the biff and you know fight for the first 80 minutes or the first 40 minutes of an 80 minute game, but. You know, two blokes going going toe to toe. It's obviously blokes are going to get it's a contact game. Blokes are going to get angry, but uh, you know you're not allowed to say that now. You know, <laughs> but uh, you know, I don't know, mate. I, you know, look, I love I love the game more probably more than anyone, mate. But um, I think they've taken a little bit of the sting out of the origin. Do you think there's any chance that we could see some kind of little bit of unsettling at the start there, a traditional start where the forwards just really go hammer and tongs at each other, and if there is a little bit of, you know, niggle in the, a few early tackles, well, you know, you just hope that the referees just might ex- ignore it due to the occasion. No, I don't think they will, mate. I think they're, uh, I think they're all instructed that, you know, that that's not a go anymore and you can't do it. You know, I'm probably, you know, as I said, mate, I'm, I'm talking old school here. Um, you know, but, I mean, you know, as I said, you know, they're taking a lot of the sting out of the state of origin. You know, I'd love to see that. It was always, you know, it was always a, a contest and, and, you know, blokes going at each other and all that sort of stuff. We haven't really, there's no real villains. What are, what are we going to do? Who's Queensland going to hate when Gallon gives it away? You know, <laughs> that's that's the thing, you know, or, you know, you know who are we gonna, you know who are we gonna boo and who are we gonna cheer and all that sort of stuff down the track. But mate, uh, it's unfortunate that uh, you know that, that sort of stuff doesn't happen anymore. But that's the way it is, and that's the way we've got to accept it. Well, do you think they're going to be able to promote the series on the back of, like you said, there's no real hatred? I mean, that's that's what sport is. Sports essentially theatre, and like you said, heroes and villains, and you've got to have somebody to boo and hiss. And if there's nobody there to do that, how are you supposed to promote the sport? Well, that's that's right, mate. Not you know, I was a little bit disappointed this week with the, with the way that we promoted our, our state of origin, mate. Obviously, yeah, uh, you know, we we should have come out and, and you know just really got on the back of these guys, you know, playing as I said a little bit earlier, playing in their first game as in Tedesco and Gallon playing in his last game. But you know, maybe you know, maybe that uh, you know, you know, they didn't want to hype it because of the because of the dead rubber, but. Mate, we need we need villains uh, for New South Wales. Uh, someone for Queensland to hate. We also need to hate someone in uh, the place for Queensland. Uh, the way that they win, mate. The way how many way they win, it's not too hard to hate them. <laughs> but uh, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens, mate. We're gonna we're gonna unearth a couple of villains, I reckon. Do you think they could have canned the whole Coffs Harbour thing and had the Blues players down here in Sydney promoting the game for Sydney? And like you say, having those new blokes among the kids and school holidays yeah. down here and all that kind of stuff where if they, if you got close to them and then they go home and they tell their mum and dad that they've just had yeah. a great afternoon with James Tedesco and it would have yeah. helped promote the game here in Sydney rather than being in a um, a little cocoon up there at Coffs. Well, they did that. I think they, uh, when they picked the, the game three, they went out to the stadium and they had a coaching clinic for about 300 kids. So, yeah, mate, you, you, know, you might be right. You might have something there, but I suppose, I suppose, and I don't get involved in all of this sort of, uh, you know, bookings and doing all that sort of stuff, is that maybe they would have booked uh, Coffs Harbour, you know, for the whole three games. So, 
maybe they would have lost a fair bit of money had they have uh, had they have pulled the pin. But I would have been surprised if they did that. Uh, you know, you, you know, you got uh, contracts to honour and all that sort of stuff. So maybe it's something to think about a little uh, next year. It's not a bad thing, mate. I, I'd love to see them, uh, you know, go out into the juniors and, uh, and promote the game a little bit more that way. You know, even as far as seeing the players, you know, adopt the school and go out there. You know, having said all of that. You would hope that there'll be a, a decent crowd out there on on Wednesday night just to get behind this this ushering in of the the new Blues era. I'd love to see it, mate. Sixty thousand, probably ten thousand more than what Queensland get anyway. There's my job. <laughs> 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 but yeah, no, I'd, I'd, mate, I'd, I'd be, you know, I'd be disappointed. I'd love to see a lot of walk-ups, and I'd love to, I would have loved to have seen them, you know, promote the game a little bit better. But unfortunately, that hasn't happened. And, you know, everyone's looking and everyone's trying to find excuses why, you know, we should try and find a, a you know, a better way to play the state of origin because of club football and all that sort of stuff. So uh, I don't really know the answer, mate. How important is it for New South Wales to get on the front foot early? I mean, if Queensland go out of the gates quickly, it could be a cricket score like it was in Game 3 last year. Yeah, let's hope, let's hope that doesn't happen. Let's hope we go out there and put it to Queensland. You know, that's a, that's a big thing for us that, you know, you've got to remember that we're playing on our home ground and, you know, we lost yet another series and, you know, you know footy players, I've, I've spoken about that a lot of times, mate, they, you know, they've got pride in what they do and, you know, I'm sure they'll, they'll go out there and make a good account of themselves. I know I've been saying it all series, but, gee, I'd like Clemmer and Fafita to start the game. Yeah, you have been, yeah. I've been um, pushing for know, it, but it hasn't yeah, happened. <laughs> you have been, mate. Um, yeah, I suppose. Unleash know, the beast blocker, unleash yes. them. Well, mate, I'd play him. I'd, I'd, you know, I'd probably play him straight up too. So, yeah, but um, you know, they, they've obviously got a plan going into the game. You know, the first two games, you know, as I said, we didn't lose by that much. So, you know, uh, what they've been doing is, you know, it, you know, it, you know it hasn't been beaten by much. But you know, if, if you've been beaten in those two games, then you've got to think about the change. So, I don't know whether it's coming to their heads that they're going to do that. To be interested to see. Uh, what New South Wales do, they've got to do something a little bit different when they play Queensland in Game 3. How's your preparation been? It's been a long, arduous campaign for you as well. Sleeping well, keeping yourself hydrated? Yes, very quiet this uh, this trip. I've been, uh, yes, I've uh, been very, very quiet. I can tell myself that I don't get as excited now because it's a dead rubber, but uh, you know, hopefully we'll see New South Wales win on uh, on Wednesday night and I might pick up again. A little bit, uh, a bit of a pick up then, Ralphie. Oh, lift blocker. Before we wrap it up, can I get another scoreline from you and a man of the match, please? I think I think we're going to find that Tedesco will be man of the match. And how about New South Wales? Twenty-two points to eighteen. I like the that? sound of it very much. So do I. I can only hope. Oh, blocker. Thanks very much for that. We'll chat one final time next week when the series is officially done and dusted. Thank you very much, Ralphie. Great to talk to you, son. There he is, Steve Blocker-Roach. And if you enjoyed today's Bleed Blue podcast with Blocker, tell your mates, share a link on social media, check us out on Facebook and Twitter by searching for Bleed Blue. You can also download and subscribe in iTunes and please leave a rating or review so more Blues fans can jump aboard the bandwagon. Until next time, I'm Ralph Tucker and you've been listening to the Bleed Blue podcast. Don't forget, Blues fans, you can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. And for all the latest State of Origin news, head to nswrl.com.au. Up the Blues.